Mike, I'm doing good. How are you doing? Frank, man, I'm waiting for lightning to hit me, dude. I swear to God. Really? About, uh, like, too many things have, like, lined up in my life. I don't know. Lightning's about to strike. I swear to God. Too many good things or... Yes. Yeah, what's Too going? many good things. I don't think I'm I just, I'm deserving of all of this. So I'm, like, waiting for the for the shoe to drop. You know what I'm saying? You're but, saying uh, it's when it's too good, you can only expect it to go bad. Oh, Life's a roller coaster, man. I can never enjoy the good because I'm waiting for it to end. <laughs> you know? Yeah, too good is never a good thing. You know, you want a good balance. Equilibrium. And to be honest with you, I love the... I, I realized a long time ago, I'm the kind of guy that loves the suck, dude. When life sucks, like, for me, that's, that's when I'm at my best. I, I, need to, I need to work, you know? Yeah, I mean, um, when life sucks... It's only uphill from, or, you know, it's only up from here, right? You're, you're exactly. only going to get more positive when you're in the negative. <laughs> uh, my theory about alcoholics and, like, drug addicts is yeah. that, you know, a lot of them, they just love the climb up. You know, it's fun getting drunk and hitting the rock bottom, but damn, that climb up is, whoo, there's not a rush like it, you know? <laughs> when you sober up for the first time and you're getting that fresh air and you're breathing, you know, it's like. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, dude, I want. I'm gonna take a shot right now because literally, like as you said, it's on. I just paid off the car, dude. Totally hey. done. Paid off the loan. Done. I own the van now. All right. So, and now you that. can decorate it and go around and pick up uh, children for molestation and all that good stuff, right? <clears throat> yeah, I already moved the couch in. All right. Uh, swapped out the plates so now that you know it's registered to a different van. Yes. Good. <laughs> Just do all the kidnapping you want now, man. That's good stuff. <laughs> oh, I already got the job in the schools. Oh, edit that. That's going to come back to haunt me. <laughs> as long as you don't register as a Democrat, you should be fine. That's, uh... yeah, that's those are the only ones diddling kids these days. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Dude. Uh, so, don't yeah. Send, don't send your kid to public school. Send him to church. God damn. <laughs> Dude, I, I got I mean, this is a real question. Is like, do you think. Would you really want to send your your daughter, like Chicago Public School right now? They are dying for kids. They have no kids. It's unbelievable how like there's just no kids going to these schools anymore. That's a wicked would, downward spiral, by the way. The more people don't join, the more the less resources come into the school system, and the less funding you get, the less people want to come into the school. And you end up with this fucking weird bubble where, dude. Every bathroom in every CPS school, I don't know how this is not on the news, <laughs> every bathroom has a sign that says girls plus or boys plus. Like plus size, like they fit fat people? No, or, I uh... wish. <laughs> oh, they're all fat, Chicago. Yeah, so. That's what I figured. <laughs> but it literally, and then it explains underneath that, like, for so every girl... Pretty much every girl bathroom in the Chicago school system right now, the mm -hmm. public school system, yeah, every girl bathroom could be used by anybody. The sign literally says this bathroom has uh, you know, single stalls. Right. Anybody who feels comfortable using it can use it. Already. Yeah. I mean, would you feel comfortable sending your little daughter to that school? I mean, this is in fucking kindergarten. And, and even in the elementary schools, dude, I was, I, I'm blown away by it. Every sign is uh need a condom 
Go to huh. room 108. Whoa! We talking elementary sh- or... Uh, <laughs> elementary. Dude, these... Li- oh, oh, God, bro, man. Get this one here. school, Dude, this one school, it like literally made me sick to my stomach, dude. I'm not, I'm not trying to be dramatic about it, but... Be, be dramatic. I'm feeling dramatic. Dude, <laughs> Frank, Frank, they made a, 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 um, a paper mache giant popcorn can, right? That looked like it was kind of coming out of the wall. Okay. Looked awesome. Sure, right? yeah, it sounds cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. And then they made these like giant popcorn kernels, right? right like, yeah. that were attached to the wall, looked like they were, you know, exploding out the can. Like the fizz the coming out of it, yeah. And uh, on each kernel, they had a picture of the fucking little kid, right? Okay. They're like eight years old, dude. And it's like, I want to be a, f- a movie star when I'm older. You know, I'm going to be a film director, right? <laughs> All right, yeah, sure. And then right next to it, need a condom? Oh. Go to room 108. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck, dude? If your face is on a fucking popcorn kernel, you don't need a condom. <laughs> can, we, can we draw? Like, can we just, is, that, is that a crazy statement? It's a little weird. Uh, I remember when I was a younger fella, they uh, were up in arms about, you know, what appropriate age to introduce the uh, period stuff to the girls' bathroom. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. The the Tampa. That no, was a no, big now, deal. Now they hand out condoms. Well, they have a room. Wow. Every school has a room where it's not even hand out. Every school has a room where you can just go get a condom. Nobody will ask you any questions. Nobody's even there to, like, stop you. Different right? generations, man, because I feel like if this were available to us, the whole hallway would be just littered with balloon animals. To the- <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hilarious, hilarious balloon, balloon animals. Oh, there'd be a water balloon fight for sure. Water balloons, everything. I mean, you would have, yes, you would have exploding condoms filled with God knows what flying around the classrooms at all times. What happened to kids? They oh, lost dude, their sense know, of humor. Blew, <laughs> dude, so you just blew my mind because a stat that I keep hearing is that these younger generations, they're having way less sex than any of the uh, generations, right? Uh, that's all part of the plan. You have to eat the bugs. You will have nothing, and you will be happy. No, but like, <laughs> <laughs> what if they're just being forced to be the adults? Ooh, like the adults are being like, "Hey, here's condoms and everything." And like, probably at first they were like, "Oh, balloon animals. This is great." And then they're like, "All right, guys, these adults are crazy." Because <laughs> <laughs> somebody just teach us math. <laughs> Can we do some? Learning? Or <laughs> Again, another school. I was just at the other day. They had the uh, the dioramas, bro. You remember the fucking dioramas? Oh, yeah. Dude, they had the fucking dinosaur in the desert, you know? The Hell little, yeah. And the sh- they were all shoeboxes. You know yes, I mean? definitely. I totally remember those. Right above it, con- confused, and it was a fucking... Like a boy dressed as a girl, and then a girl dressed as a boy. Go to room 113. Wow. I was like, dude, what the fuck is going on here? I would never send my kid to these schools. Never. Yeah. I, you know, I went to school with this guy. Uh, his mom one time apparently got sick from a drinking fountain, so she gave him... The you remember those plastic uh, toy cups that they had in the Happy Meals that like Extendo cups 
you know, you could shrink them down to like a disc size, but then they like shoot out and become like a like a Dixie Man, cup. You needed an analogy for that, and you went with the fucking McDonald's. I know I don't remember the McDonald's. How do you not bring up the Water Boy? <laughs> oh, the Water yeah. Boy! I forgot he had that in there. Adam oh, Sandler, yeah. the emergency cup of what? The, the cup. emergency cup. Great call. Yes, the emergency cup. <laughs> but they had him. Such a funny scene, dude. <laughs> I feel like the analogy is apt. I like. Uh, I recall specifically, it was like a McDonald's toy cup. Anyways, he. His mom made him use it to drink water from the drinking fountain. <laughs> and everyone made fun of this kid because he had the stupid fucking McDonald's plastic cup, you know, the water boy, you know, ejecto cup or whatever. And Joke's on all of you. He is now Tony Fauci's replacement. <laughs> he works for the Biden administration, believe it or not. <laughs> Chief of staff. No, no, not the red lipstick. He's the one with blue lipstick. <laughs> He wears the dog mask. That's easy to confuse. <laughs> so many freaks. I just remember that distinctly. I don't remember much from elementary school. But, you know, kids were afraid to drink out of drinking fountains and were getting made fun of for using little mini cups to drink out of them when I was a kid. There's no way they're seriously question. <laughs> Needing condoms, they don't need the condoms. They're not questioning, are they a boy or a girl? They're just little kids, and they're dealing with dumb shit that little kids deal with. And all this nonsense, yeah. are, this is the parents pushing this stuff on oh, the kids, man. The this is the idiot, adult, liberal, freakoid fucking that's, teachers that are pushing this on the students, man. It's a lot of adults who never had kids. <laughs> yeah. Who are pushing this bullshit. I don't know why I thought of the kid with the cup. I'm sure he's doing all right. I feel bad for him. Probably not, but that's okay. <laughs> he's got four lovely kids who also drink out of cups. <laughs> all very healthy, and they wear masks, I'm sure. Oh, I guarantee they're well. Too. I was just thinking that they're all wearing masks. Somewhere in Chicago, there's a family of four wearing a mask. <laughs> well, Mike, this is very reassuring, and I'm sure all parents out there are happy to know that you can... Send your kid to school and rest assured they can get all the condoms they need. And <laughs> dude, you <laughs> got the, the biggest problem gay. these schools have is the bathrooms are breaking down because nobody's using them. Whoa, that's the biggest. I told you about the urinals, dude. They started so they up. <laughs> this is an incredible story. They so, so for everybody not watering your grass because you want to save water. Oh yeah, right. In 1950, they installed all these urinals in these all these schools in Chicago, 600 of them, that just constantly ran, and they ran until 2010. <laughs> <laughs> right? Mellow, mellow, let it yellow. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> this was the opposite. This was clear, flush it anyways. They just let these things run for 60 years, whatever. Right? Yeah. Then we came in, we're still upgrading them, but literally we come in and upgrade the urinals, right? We rip out all the old ones, we put in the new ones that have the handles, so it's an individual flush, right? All right. And do you know what they do as soon as we leave? They yeah. take out the fucking diaphragm, so the new urinal just runs constantly. Oh, of course. Because if they don't do it, nobody will use it, and the sewer lines will rot. Like, the, no one's using the urinals? Frank, these schools are built. I'm telling you, man. It's an elementary school with a pool. 
Wow. Indoor, indoor pool, dude. You wouldn't believe these Chicago schools that are here, dude. Sounds They're nice, built, man. You're in schools that are built for 4,000, 4,500 kids. And there's 400 in there. Huh. Wow. <laughs> They're using one floor of one wing. Ooh. It's terrible. That's what I'm saying. It's like. And then you know what happens is you go to the fucking Catholic schools or the charter schools or the other. You yeah. Know, these, uh, um, the private places, the private schools. So you know what the, so you know how we were talking about. So what the charter school thing is, is you could take if your kid passes, a, if, you're, if your kid tests well enough, like in math and science, he can then go to a charter school that focuses on STEM. Cool. All right. So, I'm down with that. Yeah. Editor, Let's right. do it, man. Then, then that's why when you go to the STEM, STEM school. Yeah. Dude, the, these kids are literally like, you, you, you got literally kids sitting in the hallway trying to listen through the door. There's so many fucking kids in this school. Oh, you know wow. I mean? <laughs> They're like overloaded. Where are these located versus these massive institutions with 400 kids? Oh, this is not where you're, you're not going to believe this. Okay. Right next door most of the time. But some of them, right, here's where it gets really disgusting. So a lot of these, like, really big schools, they'll have two wings. They're built for, like, 4,000 kids, right? Oh, yeah. And the way it was built was you had the north wing, or, like, you had the north wing and the south wing. And the north wing was, like, you know, K through, uh, K through 6. And then the south wing was the later middle school and all the high school. Right? Yeah, for sure. And uh, what's... What they're ended up doing now is a lot of these schools, dude, Chicago, the school system's so desperate for money that mm-hmm. what they're doing in order to rehab, like they can't get any money from the, the, the city to fix these schools. So they're, they're renting out the wings to the charter schools. So some of these charter schools that are taking the students from the public schools are holding class inside a rented space inside the high school. This is beautiful and idiotic. I love it. And then they're using their money to fit, like they're paying us to fix their part of the schools. So some of these schools you go into, and literally half the school is beautiful and fine, and the other half is totally run down. But wow. they, it's, it's, still, <laughs> it's still better for the kids in the run down section because at least the good section will maintain like the pool, the gym, the locker room. Yeah, I mean, this is kind of uh, a great analogy for how society works, actually. Yeah. And literally, you go into one, and you got any, you could use any bathroom you want. And then you go into the other one, and they're like, "No, you got a dick. You're going in that bathroom." Oh, <laughs> wow! Right? You go to the, you go to like the Catholic schools, dude. Like, I mean, they're not even part of the CPS system, dude. They're you know they're fucking they're not playing this game. I imagine the signs for the men's room, the the men symbols have just a giant dong and balls hanging in between the legs. You know, they like really enforce. Well, believe like... it or not, the men's door actually has a picture of Lori Lightfoot. Uh... You know, big, big, big dicks only. All the all the boys know. They, know. <laughs> they all know. I don't know, man. It's like it's really gross, though, right? Like you guys don't understand why people don't want to come to this fucking school. There's, no, and it's not the school. They're, they're complaining that it's the facilities and everything. And it's like, nope, nope. That charter school came in, rented that part of the building, and they're fine. Hmm. Right? It's, it's clearly something you guys are doing. And I have a feeling it has a lot to do with this, like, locker room shit. I don't know, man. I don't think people are, are okay with the locker room thing and the bathroom thing. That's fucking weird. Yeah, the dudes in the chick locker room, that crossed a major line with most people. That's, that's, no, not in school. Not in elementary school, dude. 
Yeah, it's a big no even at the freaking sauna or whatever. Uh, where was the bathhouse or whatever? What was oh, that? Yeah, po- in California. In California, that pool, I guess, and some the, the, the spa, whatever. The yeah. Spa, and the dude was in the chick's bathroom, and I mean that the account of what went on in that scenario. I have to say is essentially what my imagination assumed would be the, you know, the outcome of all of the scenarios, right? This dude marches through the women's section and essentially everyone is grossed out and nobody wants a part of it. Yeah, that's, yeah. Regardless of how you feel. And all it takes is one parent to pull their kid out, put them in another school, and then start telling other parents about how great this other school is. You know? Yeah, we put Susie in that charter school. You know the uh, girls' bathroom? No dongs. It's no a really dicks. nice school. Yeah, they- <laughs> It's a dick-free environment in that girls' locker room. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, all the boys have penises. All the girls don't. <laughs> this all goes back to kinder- kindergarten cop with the kid. <laughs> oh, wow. I hope that... I hope that movie comes with a warning now. It probably Ar- does, actually. <laughs> I think about has it. Arnold apologized? And the kid, I'm sure, is over 18 now. Has he apologized? <laughs> Dude, I <laughs> wonder, is the kid... Somebody check on the kid. He's probably been in hiding or something, you know? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Walsh, you should make a movie about that kid. Where is he now? Dude, I honestly, um, uh, that's amazing. I, I'm thinking now that's probably why they don't put Kindergarten Cop on the reruns anymore. Like, Ooh. they can't play that scene, right? That's like the most famous what's, scene. What's worse, going on a major motion picture and saying girls have a vagina, boys have a penis, or <laughs> shooting somebody on set? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, this is for you, Mike, right here. Cancel it. Take it off the air. That's probably why it's not on TV anymore. It's it's propaganda. Uh, Anyways, in the same vein as this uh, topic, uh, Kirk Cameron has this new Christian children's book. And this could potentially be a publicity stunt. I'm sure it is. But it's very effective. And I don't know if you caught on to this, Mike, or did you catch the clip I sent you earlier? Or the I saw, article? Like, I, I saw headlines all over. Who is... I never even heard of this guy. You know Kirk Cameron. He uh, was famous Kirk. from being in uh, Family Ties. No, what was the show? Growing Pains. I don't know if you remember the show Growing Pains. It was yeah, a, I remember Growing Pains. He, he was had the JT in the, in the van. Oh, no, no, that was uh, Step by Step. So step by step. Growing pains a little before that, more in the eighties. Um, if you were to look it up, you would recognize yeah. Kirk Cameron. I almost want to say it's where Leonardo DiCaprio got became like it was like his big first role. Uh, in Growing Pains. Yes. No, his first his first big role was eating Gilbert Grape, dude. He was I, fantastic. I think he was in Growing Pains. I could be wrong. Uh, I don't think so, dude. This looks like it was way too early for him. All right. I'm thinking he was in it, but uh, we could take a look. We'll get some, some sleuths out there uh, checking out if 
uh, Leo was in Growing Pains. Maybe I'm thinking of another Leo type guy, but anyways, Kirk Cameron. <laughs> I do remember this one. Is yeah. that uh, Michael J. Fox? No. <laughs> That's. <laughs> No, no, the no, no. Okay, no, the show with Michael J. Fox was on like at the same time as this one. Yeah, they were. Yes, they were on the same time. Remember the one I'm talking about? Family Ties, right? Is that Family Ties? There's so you know we've listed so many like because uh, then there's Family Matters with Urkel, right? Yeah. Oh, dude, it was so easy to make a show back then, huh? The titling was so simple. <laughs> I imagine it was some sort of dartboard with words on it, you know? <laughs> I'm literally just a preview of this, and I know exactly what show it is, because I remember that. I still to this day remember the house layout made no sense. <laughs> yeah. One minute they're in the first floor dining area, and then they're in, like, there's, there's no way that layout worked. This was the times, like, Growing Pains, like, uh, Alf, and then Mr. Belvedere, and then, you know, Family Ties. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's kind of this, that whole uh, time frame. So and, which, do, which one was this guy? He played the, the, kid? the older brother, the, like, the eldest brother. Uh, what has he done since? Kirk Cameron famously publicly uh, outed himself as Christian and Republican, like in the '90s, which was just a total, you know, destroyer of one's career. And then he uh, did the Left Behind movie series, which was based on the Left Behind novels, very religious-based novels and Christian-based. And he's done a lot of uh, Christian based work since then and so uh, hollywood has totally shunned him and now he has this children's book and he wanted to uh he tried to uh do readings of this book at 50 libraries and he was denied at all of them to do a storybook hour with a christian's book hmm. and it's interesting given the times right because we are fascinated as a culture with drag queen story hour for children especially in libraries and uh but libraries apparently are not down with uh kirk cameron christian hour not allowed not allowed huh Well, Dude, not, you know what we can talk about? What's that? You were definitely right. Leonardo DiCaprio appeared in Growing Pains, 1991 to 1992, playing a recurring character, Luke Brower. Yeah, he was homeless, and they took him into the family. Do you know who else was in it? Uh, I was... Brad Pitt, dude. What? <laughs> dude, no way. <laughs> dude, this, this article is literally uh, Brad Pitt. Or uh, Pitt DiCaprio, remis- reminisce about their time on Growing Pains. Oh, they used to call it Pitt Creo back in the day, if I remember correctly. <laughs> that was the duo. Pitt Creo. It's good crew. They hung with Tobey Maguire. Good times. <laughs> it's so good. That's so good. They were a hot item back then. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, looking like babies back then. Hey, growing pains. 
What a wormhole, man. Come on. Wow. Dude, now that you like, do you really put me down a wormhole? Because DiCaprio <laughs> might be the reason we have all these fucking bums who are just rich, overprivileged white kids. They believed they could be like DiCaprio on Growing Pains. Yeah. Or gro- Growing that's Pains, right? Who he pl- that's literally who he played, right? If I'm remembering, you know, this is all based on reruns as a kid and just sitting in front of a TV for hours. Uh which is, before cell phones, what we did with our time back then. <laughs> yeah, no, he was the homeless guy. Yeah, he was the, was 18, yeah. Dude, he was 18 when he played that role. Oh, yeah, for sure. In 1992. He's dating a 19-year-old right now. <laughs> wow. He's dating chicks not even born in the 90s. So his, his role in this movie, his girlfriend wasn't even born for another decade. it was already hollywood star if i could uh wish for one thing from god is reincarnate me as leonardo dicaprio in the next life please thank you you know what the fun (laughs) you know what the you know what the best part about his life is if you think about it his last wife probably won't be born for another 20 years wow that's beautiful man his last one (laughs) yeah i oh i get you don't i see what you're saying (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she won't be bored till 2040 <laughs> the earth will be 0.4 degrees warmer god only knows what that means it's crazy i feel like this was the same time that doogie hauser was on too i'm pretty sure oh dude doogie hauser that guy yeah doogie's he's He's a gay fella now who does Broadway, I believe. <laughs> yeah. That was another guy in the 90s. Like, you, could you believe he, Doogie Howser's gay? Oh, yeah. that f- singing on Broadway? <laughs> in tights? <laughs> Again, I know he's gay because my mom loves him. Every man in my family can't stand him. Right? Well, he was Doogie. No one really dug Doogie except for the chicks. That was probably sign number one. Oh, Frank, you just don't understand. That's what you'd always hear. <laughs> like, no, I do understand. He's gay. That's why you like him. You know what you, know what you guys have in common is you both like dick. That's, <laughs> you guys have a lot more in common than I do. In general, I find hospital-themed shows to have a majority female audience. And or maybe they get the, uh, you know... The gay fellas in there too. You know, not true. Well, that's because it's like fake shit. Remember, uh, when TLC, <laughs> remember when TLC was real TLC and they had trauma, life in the ER. You know, you just blew my mind. I completely forgot that was the channel. Yeah. I thought it was just like fat midgets and people who are three thousand pounds. No, dude, this was back when you could learn. You turned it on and they were like performing heart surgery, and you're like, <laughs> that's bring that back, <laughs> dude. You were learning, dude. Now it's just people who need heart surgery, you know? Wow, you could, like, get informative stuff like that on TV? That's crazy. If you made Idiocracy today, the montage wouldn't be Fuddruckers. It would be TLC's de-evolution from the learning channel into fat chicks. (laughs) Mobility scooters. (laughs) Not the cool kind. Well, as cool as they get. there's a i believe there's a seinfeld episode where george is on one of those scooters and he's like racing a pack of old people 
You know, hit him. <laughs> yeah, because he sold them the bad ones. Then remember? He gets out and starts running. <laughs> <laughs> it's classic. Classic Costanza. <laughs> Can't stand you. <laughs> Can't stand you. So, anyways, to go back to classic television, Kirk Cameron of Growing Pains fame, now that we've established this. <laughs> Where's Robin Thick? <laughs> Isn't that the dude? Robin Thicke, I believe, is the son of... Oh, no, Robin Thicke, yeah. Isn't that the dad? And then the son is the one who did the uh, the movie or the music video with the naked chicks. Blurred lines. And who's that? Robin Thicke. They're both Robin Thicke? I think the other Thicke is uh, the dad Thicke. I think he's got a different first name, maybe. Padre Thicke? <laughs> Daddy Thicke. <laughs> that's that's a porn name if I've ever heard one. <laughs> Why can't I have a cool name like that? Man? I got the thick cock, but not the name. Halfway there. I mean, he missed a huge opportunity by naming. Uh, <laughs> he could have named his son Richard, and that would have been. Oh yeah, dude. Dude, Dick Thick, come on, dick man. Thick. <laughs> that is great, because then on every give- government form, you're Thick Dick. Thick Dick, dude, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> That's genius. And we established this many, many episodes ago, Mike. <laughs> it takes balls to be a dick, okay? Never forget that, people. The name's Thick. <laughs> dick. <laughs> dick Thick. Oh, dick man. Thick. This is like a detective story, man. Oh, dude. Then you could be Dick Thick Dick. <laughs> if you were a detective. Dick Thick Dick. <laughs> I think we got another show here. <laughs> Somebody start working on the script. Dick so thick you had to name it twice. <laughs> All right, man. So, Kirk. Sorry, man. I can't keep. I can't focus on Kurt. Sorry. What happened, Kurt? Here's here's the problem with you, conservative. uh, The conservatives. It's like I really support you and I want you to win. I just don't care. You know. (laughs) He's not even running. That's the best part. (laughs) It's like I just don't care. (laughs) I hope you win, but like you know, like 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 the transgender thing really has me fired up. Kirk Cameron, not so much. Not so much. And it's not about being fired up about Kirk Cameron. It's just about seeing kind of the ridiculousness and the two-sidedness of the world that he we live He should in. put on a wig and some fake tits. I, that's what I'm kids. saying. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> Kirk, you just need to learn how to play this game, buddy. <laughs> I would have worn a skirt where you could clearly see my dick when I sit down. <laughs> no, just wrap your dick in a crucifix, man. You know, the... <laughs> You can get away with it. <laughs> it's genius. Complete blasphemy. We need to get my costume people on this. <laughs> All right. I'm going for it. We're jumping in. Here we go. <laughs> well, the FDA has authorized Omicron. To- uh, oh, that was the wrong one. Oh, wrong no. One. <laughs> See, 
Even the podcast gods don't even want us to listen to Kurt complain. Uh, this is incredible. Kurt, nobody cares, buddy. I'm telling you, you ain't no thick, you know? <laughs> so let's say you want to host a drag time story hour with seven-year-olds. You obviously can use your public library for that, but you can't read a book about God at a public library. God, I... And the actor Kurt Cameron yeah, I just broke a, I broke a rule. Dozens I know. of public libraries <laughs> refuse to give him a slot to speak to kids what about is going his on? new I faith us. Why are we doing as this? you grow. One Rhode Island Doesn't library right? told him, quote, we're a very queer-friendly library. Doesn't it seem weird for a guy named Tucker to be opposed to transgendered people? <laughs> yeah, you know, he's the King Tucker. <laughs> Shouldn't this be your bag, baby? Come on. Great, our messaging. It's, I cut it you took off. you a long time to take that away from Tucker Carlson. Or no, who's the other one? <laughs> the <done>. black one? <laughs> There's a black Tucker out there. Chris it Tucker. Took you a long, it took you a long time to steal that throne. Chris Tucker, dude. Chris Tucker. <laughs> <laughs> I knew there was a black Tucker. <laughs> Behind every good white Tucker, there's a black Tucker <laughs> that he stole the tuck from, you know? It's tuck appropriation. Everybody knows this. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> One thing white men are known for is stealing the black man's tuck, you know? <laughs> A black man can't talk for more than two days before a white man takes it, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Just can't let him have nothing. (laughs) I'm sorry, Tucker. I just can't stand you. Yeah, well, that's it. That's all. I'm going to stop it there. I think. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, man. I forgot what we were talking about again. Kurt. Kirk. Kirk, I'm with you, man. I feel for you. I hope you win this fight. Like I was saying way before when I was trying to introduce this quip, like clip twenty minutes ago. I was saying, (laughs) I think it's a publicity stunt. I'm pretty sure of it, and I don't think it's working. Kirk Cameron, we tried to we tried to talk about you. We talked twenty minutes about uh, Robin Thicke's dick. It's not Robin Thicke wasn't even the asshole on the show with you. It was his dad. It doesn't even matter because we did a deep dive <laughs> on growing pains in Leonardo DiCaprio's acting career. Kirk, stupid fucking name. Kirk. First, off, first off, change it to Kirk. Easier to say. Second of all, the most interesting thing about you is you did two episodes with Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio 30 years ago. Yeah, Picrio. Right? Can we hear more about Picrio, dude? Give us some uh, <laughs> some anecdotes from hanging backstage with Picrio. Man, I like Picrio. Go on, Tucker. Talk about Picrio. You, <laughs> you might save both your careers. Yeah, in fact, well, I love you, Tucker. But the minute Biden's out of office, you're you're going to be teaching right next to Stelter. You're going to be his teacher's <laughs> aide over at Harvard. Are you talking about Tucker? Yeah, oh, yeah, dude. Tucker Carlson's going to be the fucking teacher's aide <laughs> to Brian Stelter at Harvard. You go there late enough, you're going to see Jesse Waters pushing the fucking mop bucket. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Dude, this goes back to what you uh, brought up at the beginning of the show, man. Uh, you know, when you're at the top like Tucker, there's only one way down. So be careful yeah. there, Tuck, man. <laughs> And you look, and when you look down, there's just a fucking endless sea of people trying to pull you down. So, and most of them are named Don Lemon, and they're up at uh, three in the morning doing their uh, morning show. Well, that's when the show is on, yeah. dude. I recorded it. 
No, you got a Don Lemon clip? No, the show is horrible, man. Yeah, it's terrible, right? You can't even watch it. Dude, I can't even hate watch it. <clears throat> Here's the thing. For morning news, you need weather, traffic, weather, traffic, news story, weather, traffic, weather, traffic, news story, sports. It's mostly weather traffic. That's, her, yeah, that's all people care about at 4 o'clock in the morning, man. I'd rather you tell me who won the Bulls game five times before I go to work than listen to whatever Don Lemons has to say. Well, and he doesn't... Know? That's the point. He really doesn't have time to say what he has to think, which is why Don Lemon, I hate to break it to you, fella, but this was a demotion. <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. No, you're not allowed to say what you think. It's literally Don Lemon just like telling the news with a turtleneck on. It's terrible. <laughs> it's not a demotion, really, because I kind of noticed me and my brother just decided to do a podcast, and we don't do it at 10 a.m. <laughs> also, <laughs> we primarily clip you jackasses, and you're not even clippable anymore. <clears throat> Your show sucks. <laughs> Dude, can I uh, throw in a news clip? Mike, anytime. Come on, man. I'm always ready. Man, I, hope so it, something- I hope it has Kirk Cameron in it. <laughs> Fuck that. I didn't even know who he was until we started recording, so <laughs> impossible. <laughs> what an asshole. <laughs> so, what do we got? Man, nobody's really talking about it. Well, they, like, everybody kind of is. They mention it. They mention it, right? Oh, yeah. So, I, wa- I want to play the clip that's just kind of, like, it sums up everybody's talking points, whatever it's talking about. Nobody's talking about the the most... In my mind, the most interesting thing I've heard on the news in the longest time, right? This is the Peru's president yes. was ousted. Yes. Right? Absolutely. And I want to play, play this clip, and then I want to talk about something I heard. Right? I'm all in. Peru is going through some things. It started when President Pedro Castillo addressed the nation, saying he would dissolve the country's Congress ahead of a potential vote to remove him from office. His written speech was shaking in his hands as he delivered his remarks. We have decided to establish an exceptional government aimed at reestablishing the rule of law and democracy. It would reportedly be the third time Congress took a vote to oust him since he was elected in July of 2021. Reports say he's being investigated by his own government for corruption by allegedly profiting off of public works. Castillo denies the allegations. In his address, he stated he would govern by decree until a new legislature was in place and could draw up a new constitution. This did not sit well with many Peruvians who took to the streets to protest the move. Some called it a coup, including the country's vice president, who tweeted out a rejection of Castillo's actions. Whatever Castillo was doing, it didn't stick. Shortly after he delivered his address, Congress marched right into the chamber and voted 100 to 6 to remove him from office and replace him with the vice president. She's the first woman president in the country's history. Reports say Castillo left the presidential palace and was taken to a police station. His status is unknown. Yeah. Yikes. <coughs> so the way they report the story, right? Oh, yeah. Is that, is that this guy, there was a vote on whether to get him out, and he just came out and said, 
I'm changing the constitution. Right? I'm you know. Yeah, <coughs> for sure. Nobody's playing anything he has to say, right? Yeah. Do you know what he says? <laughs> no. <laughs> Have you heard anything he had to say? I knew very little about this gentleman prior to this news breaking, honestly, and it all kind of reeks of the business as usual when it comes to coup d'etats in other countries. It stinks to high heaven of secret service or, uh, you know, CIA and what have you. Well, it's not only that, dude. He said the, the greatest thing I've ever heard, because I think this is what's happening here. He said, this is a coup. But this is a coup by investigation. Interesting. So, <laughs> one of the, so one of the weird things is they're kind of flipped than we are. Where the, I just heard this today that that their cities are very conservative, left or right wing, and it's the rural areas that are left wing. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, isn't that weird? Yeah, I wonder why. <coughs> that's wild. Well, it's because in the cities they're very rich and everything, and in the in the in, and in the rural areas they're very very poor, and that's like ah uh, yeah, mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. yeah. In, in the rural areas they're being exploited for their. You know, yeah, that makes that makes sense actually. Um, but what's very interesting is so this guy is a man of the rural people, right? Already, because he's like a left wing guy. He's pushing for all this stuff, and it's very weird that like he's he. The way he explains it is, I gotta agree with the guy. If you investigate anybody enough, you're gonna find something, right? You agree with this left, with the guy instigating the coup d'etat? I think he is the rightful president, and this was a coup against him. Like he said, what they did was they pretty much just opened up investigation after investigation after investigation. All right. Right? Yeah. You keep doing it. You keep doing it. You keep putting it in the media that... This company is being investigated. This guy's getting investigated. This guy's and you keep putting into the people's minds. You know? When sure. you have when you have the Department of Justice, I'm just using us because I don't know what their system is, right? I was just gonna say it sounds similar to what they're doing to Trump, but Oh my god, right? <laughs> yeah. It's the best example of Trump. Oh, the playbook sounds similar. You just keep opening up investigation, right? I open up the investigation into this company, and then what happens? The media just runs with it. It's all over the news. That's all you hear about. And then the case ends up dying, and nobody ends up hearing about what ended up. It doesn't matter because it left the news. Right, of course. And so that's what this guy was saying is that you guys, and then you should be very suspicious when it's like 100 to 6 voted in the Senate. Like, (laughs) Right? Oh, take a look at Georgia, dude. <clears throat> Warnock wins, and every other election in that state goes Republican. All right. A little weird, but I'll take it, it's I guess. Little, it's a little, you got you to gotta just take it, right? A little weird, but all right. All right. <laughs> so what say you? Is this a World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab? Yeah, I, think that, I, think they're exposed, I think the reason they don't want to talk about this too much, I think they really don't want this guy talking on the air, is because... That's it, man. You guys have been exposed. It's not just here. It's, you guys are doing this everywhere. Yes. You guys are ta- taking over certain aspects of government, certain institutions, mainly media, and then you're using it to just destroy people's images. 
to push your narrative to push your agenda. You you destroy the <clears throat> the people who are against your agenda. And the agenda, by the way, is Agenda 2030, pushed by the World Economic Forum. They want us to all eat bugs, own nothing. They want us living in pods. This is they absolute really, truth. Well, they, no, what they want is a, is a urban elite and then a rural fucking second class. Because, look, it doesn't even matter left or right wing. This guy was left wing. He's as left wing as he gets. He wanted, dude, he wanted to install like, an, like a minimum wage. He was really working for workers rights to like union this guy was left wing and they got rid of him to put in a right winger this is crazy but it's because the right wing controls the cities and i think it has nothing to do with left or right it has everything to do with we want we want uh uh it's every dystopian future right look at hunger games look at any of them you have a an urban elite blade runner you live you live in the city you're the elite right and then and look what they're doing in the cities. You can't afford to live there. This is right? actually, you're right on the money. They are pricing out everyone <clears throat> except anyway. for the wealthy. Absolutely. And so it doesn't matter whether you're left wing or right wing. Can you afford to be one of us? Wow. You it, know? And then as, <laughs> as we do it, as we consolidate the power into these cities, into amongst these elites, now we can set these crazy rules that we, you know, force onto the rules that they don't want, like abortion. You know, if you're some farmer, you don't want your daughter to get abortion, but she goes and gets it because she can't, hmm. you know? Yeah, it's it's funny that people won't wake up and see that all these micro divisions that the elite have created for us to obsess over don't really exist. They're, they're f- figments of our imaginations, these racial divisions and sexual gender divisions, but the truest division is this rich, elitist, you know, super class, this 0.1% of people who control us all. And you're right on the money. They want to drive us into poverty, into our own zones, where they can control us. Yes. And control our movements. Dude, Theo Vaughn has the best joke, and he did it in a special that came out, like, fucking years ago. He grew up in a, in a mostly black neighborhood in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. And he said, like, when they finally learned about, like, slavery and everything, all the black kids, like, ganged up on the white kids, right? Right, yeah. And the joke is, he goes, if I took all your money, if I did all that, would I move right next door to you? (laughs) 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 It wasn't me, (laughs) you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a great comment, man. Yeah. And it's like they want you to fight over race. They want you to fight over religion. The real battle is that elite. That's what you need to watch. Well, I think the control yeah. over the cities is stemming. I I was assuming they're going towards more a that's where the masses are, and then this is our best places to institute our digital ID and digital currency systems. It used to be the place where like the poor would go because that's where you could find cheaper living. Yeah, right? that's where immigrants would typically migrate to. Mm-hmm. Not Some anymore, jobs. dude. Now it's that's where like the rich kids go. 
Interesting take. You know? Very can't even afford. Can you, I can't even go. I can afford to work down there. I cannot afford to live or go hang out in Chicago. Wow. And you want to hear the craziest part? I was in the, like, one of the nicest neighborhoods today. I was in one of the nicest neighborhoods today. And they literally, they came running into the fucking... We were sitting in the room. We're riding a sewer line. We hear the, we hear the fucking crazy pops. You know, pop, pop, pop. You know, you're and, uh, referring to gunfire, I assume. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and okay. that was, and then that was it. This guy comes running in. He's like, "Yeah, you know, you got three minutes. We're going on lockdown. If you're not out, you're stuck in." Wow. That is. It's not. It's not because it was in the school. It was, you know, it's blocks away, but it happens all the time. These school. What what people don't understand is these schools go on lockdown. All the fucking time in the city. For shootings. Because there'll be a shooting like three blocks away. Wow. I forgot what I forgot what the limit is, but it's like eight blocks or something, ten blocks. There's a shooting within ten blocks, they lock it down. That's crazy stuff. I and I understand and it's then, for the safety of the kids, which I respect. And you walk into this the school I was at, it's like I'm telling you, it's a nice neighborhood, but you walk in, it's like it looks like you're walking into an airport, man. They got the fucking conveyor belt. And wow. The X, with the x-ray wow. machine. Yeah. The, the, the metal detector, but then, you know, it's crazy. Yeah, well, when we were kids in the 90s, the school shooting that everyone knew was uh, Columbine. Columbine. That was all it was, there was, man. It was the school shooting that occurred, <laughs> you know? I feel like maybe one or two had possibly happened in previous history, but... <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Like, that hear, was the shooting. You want to know the saddest statistic? So, like, a few years ago, I started, like, it blew my mind. So I started, like, blowing everybody else's mind. It was about five years ago, right? But five, five or six years ago, I started telling everybody, I looked it up, and Columbine was no longer on the top ten for school shootings. Wow. Right? Like, uh, as far as, like, what, death as far count? As number, yeah, as death, <laughs> oh, death and wounded. Like, I it believe, wasn't even, yeah, I mean, well, you had the Vir- it, Virginia Tech, which is monster. Monster. Yeah. But it wasn't even top 10, right? Now, this is, like, now is not even top 15. I don't even know if it's top 20. Whoa. Isn't that crazy? <clears throat> How many people died in Columbine? Was it, like, 10? 9? 10? Something <laughs> like that? I don't remember what it was, but remember how it was like the biggest dude. Th- that video of those kids walking through the school with the fucking with the, oh, with their rifles was like that was they played it all over. Every, it was the biggest news. Ever. Absolutely haunting stuff, man. Remember, our parents were crying like because they couldn't even they like they didn't even fathom that happening. It, it was violence beyond anyone's comprehension at that time. And not even top fifteen. Mike, when you got elections to win and agendas to push, baby, you got to fire it up, man. Come on. We don't want to tackle the real problem. We want to win an election. We got to lock and load. Let's do this. Yeah, but those kids died in 99. I've had four elections since then. So (laughs) that's for the senators. For the senators. And, man, it was Colorado, Mike, close to home out here, I'm telling you. Uh, and speaking of which, hey, what? oh, you want to hear a crazy <laughs> thing, dude? Yeah, oh, oh yeah. this is even crazy about school shootings. I'm ready. I would, 
I, w- I kept thinking, like, it's crazy you never get a school shooting in Chicago, right? Yeah. Dude, they just don't report them. Don't it, report them. Just, like, uh, you're talking news? <laughs> like, the news at night is just skipping the uh, because school Because <laughs> if a kid wild. gets shot in school and dies, but they can prove he's affiliated with gangs, it's just considered gang violence. Wow. Yeah. So there's a lot of gang violence going on. Though, dude, they do. I guess they do it because like kids will get shot on the on the school grounds. So sure. They'll be like, well, it's not technically a school shooting. He's not inside. Oh. And they'll be like, <laughs> they'll be they'll be like, well, it's not really a school shooting because this kid didn't come here to shoot kids. He just. They were in school and they got into a fight and he shot him. Oh, it's a it's a brave new world we're living in here, man. I, I don't know. I'm glad I'm not in school anymore. I, I don't know, but I feel like 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 if if like even if it's just one kid and he gets shot, like it should hit the news, right? Like, <laughs> now the shootings don't make the news anymore. I think you're actually right. The school shootings do uh, a lot here, but it's I, because you know what? I, my theory is is because all of those are with with handguns. You're not bringing an assault rifle in, right? I totally agree. It's all agenda-based. Look, uh, the yeah. Colorado Springs shooting that happened a few weeks ago, <laughs> poof, it's gone just as fast as the Boulder supermarket shooting that happened uh, la- uh, two years ago. Uh, <laughs> the fact of the matter is, if it doesn't fit the agenda, if it doesn't fit the narrative, well, we're not going to talk about it anymore. No, can't talk about it. You know? And by the way, it was in the news a bit. Like If you go and check out NPR and what have you or the Associated Press, you could find out that the killer uh, in the Colorado Springs shooting was charged with like 305 counts of hate crimes. And the guy, uh, uh, you know, is a they, them, you know, lady fella guy. He's something, dude. I don't know what he is. Dude, did you hear about his dad? Yeah, we actually, I think we listened to a clip of the, he's no. like a crackhead or uh Yeah, okay, dude, you got it. Dude, you, you I can't believe you haven't looked into it. It's gonna blow your mind. You need to look. I try not it. to. I tend to always blame dad, this on no, no, MK Ultra no, no. kind of stuff. The shooter's dad is a former UFC fighter. Ooh, porn star. Whoa, yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. All right, and like now crackhead. Oh. Yeah, I remember that part. Dude, you gotta look this guy up, man. I thought you for sure you would have heard about it. You it's know, I we- stopped at Crackhead. A- I thought, all right. I, you know. No, dude. He's CIA fucking something written all over him. Excellent, and it always is. And the only reason I immediately thought that when the story broke uh, or when the situation occurred is because it's in the Springs. That's a heavy Air Force military influence down there. Uh, lots of CIA shit going on and FBI stuff happening in Colorado. It, you know, it's a heavy government place. So, of course, it, I think it's an easy place to stage some of this shit. Yeah. Not, that, oh, not sure. by stage as in fake. No, I don't want to. Don't Alex Jones me over here, guys. But uh, Frank, you know. I don't have 1.5 billion. <laughs> That's what I'm on. saying. Come on. But uh, you know, I'm not saying stage isn't fake, but stage is in. This is a great opportunity for us to, uh, you know, pull off a mass shooting, uh, knock off the amigo's boyfriend uh, or daughter's boyfriend because he doesn't like the guy, and then uh, <laughs> he could be the hero, and uh, we could push the assault rifle uh, ban agenda. 
Everybody wins. Genius. <laughs> we don't even got to pay that guy because we're going to kill his daughter's boyfriend. So. I'm still, the longer this goes on, I'm more suspect of Richard Fierro. I've been seeing all these articles of him locally. You know, the guy runs a brewery down there. He's former military. Yeah, and then he throws Bumps. apart. Dude, you know throws he's breaking. Dude, with you the know. Mayor, dude. You know it's like standing room only at that dude's bar. Mike, you don't understand the picture on Associ- on the Associated Press article with him has his brewery on his t-shirt and he's like hugging yeah. the mayor and like you know, everybody's like, "Oh, dude, dude. such a what a setup, dude." And I don't know. I don't want to talk I don't want to talk ill about a hero. Yeah, he's a hero for sure, but I'm just going to say, you know, icing on the cake, bump off the daughter's boyfriend. Come on now. I'm not. <laughs> seems a little. A little suspect. A little too good. A little too many layers <laughs> on your cake there, you know? And he's just the most manly hero I've ever heard of. Like, this story is phenomenal. And Mike, what's our theme on the Dude Man podcast here? We are always highly suspect of hero stories. I never believe a story. It's too good to be true. You it's know? too it's too goddamn good to be true. I mean, it's one of the most badass hero stories of all time. It really is. And now the dude's uh, pushing his brewery. I do have faith in my veterans. I do too. And that's, you know, we've, this kind of flows into a theme we also always have on the show, which is uh, we got to get the kids more into the, you know, going to the military, you know, go to boot camp, uh, going to the trade schools, you know, let's get back to old school American basics. You know, enough with the TikTok yeah. and uh, the Get coding. into the trades, dude. You'll feel like a real man, I'm telling you. Go do man stuff. Let's bring back manliness. Yeah. Be kind of cool. You know what's going to happen? You're going to hang out with men, and they're going to turn you into a man. <laughs> you know? It's very, yes, it's very true. <laughs> but, uh, Mike, we are at that hour point. Are we at that, are we at that hour? I yeah. believe we are. Yes, we are, sir. It is. The fastest hour in the universe. Always. <laughs> Especially when you're talking about Peru. Were we? Oh, yeah, Peru. Who don't speak Spanish. Crazy, crazy fact. Is it Peruvian? They do speak Peruvian, yeah. They get really mad if you speak Spanish to them. Really? Peruvian, yeah. You can't do the Spanish to the Peruvians? Nah. nah. Just like the ones that um, speak Portuguese instead of uh, Spanish in South America. Yeah. It's like, dude, you're really that proud that you were taken over by a shittier country than Spain? Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. I knew a man back in the day, uh, Mike Cantella. He uh, was from Peru. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he was Peruvian. He had an yeah. uncle who was like a Peruvian diplomat or some shit, and he would go there for like months and like hang out. And, you know, they had, like, a beautiful villa, and he, he would live a fantastical life in Peru for, you know, his vacations. No way. Which were incredibly extended. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I don't know if you ever called Cantella's house, but uh, his dad, who was extremely Peruvian, uh, he kind of reminded me of, like, uh, that Levitt guy, you know, the, the dad from American Pie. Kind of looked similar oh, to that dude. Yeah, yeah, very yeah. thick black hair, very chesty black hair, always puffed out of you know. And uh, that's at least how I remember him. I could be totally off on my memory, but that you know, cartoonishly, it's Good how man. I like to see him. But uh, 
If you'd call their Dude, house... No, no. In our day, all parents were cartoonish. <laughs> they were. Absolutely. Yeah. They were all yeah. Homer Simpson in some format. But uh, them were doing Botox lips. And that's fake right. Tits. <laughs> You know? And, uh, dude, you would call their house, um, and their answering machine, his, his answering machine was the greatest. He would go, good evening. You've reached the Candela residence, you know? And it was, like, really, like, you know, like you were calling Transylvania, and you caught Dracula's answering machine. It was awesome. It was, like, the coolest answering That's machine. Great. Yeah. Good evening. The way he would say it was just spectacular gave you chills almost you know you're like oh yeah it is a good evening wait a second it's daytime why would you make that your answering machine message but anyways uh i do remember one time uh mike came back from his trip to peru and he caught a peruvian flu he called it and he was uh exploding from all orifices And he, oh, said, he said he had what? to like sit in the bathtub with the shower running, at, you know, and just he just let it all <coughs> explode out of him for hours with the shower running. Peruvian flu. Mm. That's all yeah, I remember. That's that, that's that jungle shit, dude. See, we don't realize how lucky we got it here. <laughs> and, and that, you know, all you pussies that complain about how we killed the Indians and the animals and wiped out the forest and just fucking made this land beautiful for humans, go fuck yourselves. <laughs> That's why we don't have to sit in a bathtub shitting our brains out. <laughs> right? Yeah. I can drive yeah, from here to my brother that. in Colorado, 12,000 miles, 1,200 miles away, and I'll see nothing but corn and animals I can name. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you can avoid the Peruvian flu that way. That's how you avoid them. No monkeys, no snakes and shit. You know what I mean? Well, we, got, we got them, but we keep them, keep them in line. We keep them like right on the edge of endangered. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I forgot what it was. Dude. There was some cat that they reintroduced, and then they were killing too many people, so they had to exterminate this like rare cat. It was so funny. <laughs> we're so stupid. Like, bring back this... Ind- oh, that's what it was. It was this endangered cat that they brought back, and then it started not only going after pets, but little kids. Wow. So, yeah, it's, had to kill him. It's essentially Jurassic Park. That's, we never learn our lesson. Oh, nature's trying to kill you at all times. <laughs> that's right. Dude. Move to America. <laughs> Where we have no nature. Concrete jungle, baby. <laughs> that's right. Only thing trying to kill you is the gangsters. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,